this week on Rockawakening, exploring anal pleasure with Luna from the Submissive Guide. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week, Patreon supporters received bonus content, including free entry into the upcoming Alchemy, turning jealousy into compersion Zoom class. Head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening today and get your bonus content and support the show. And thank you to our latest supporters, Jill and Chris. Jill and Chris. Thank you, folks. And hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. How are you this fine day here I'm in, where are we, Kansas? Kansas. We're kind of like central Kansas. I don't know much about Kansas. I think we're, all I know is there's tarantulas. All I know about Kansas is <laughs> in the last 24 hours, I have heard coyotes. I have seen goats. I have seen llamas. I have seen tarantulas. Uh, one big fat tarantula just kind of wandering down the road. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> And the funny thing about that is we are only going to be in Kansas for about another week. And recently, we were in Iowa, and we were telling the story that we had thought, oh, we're going to Iowa for the first time. And and a friend of ours (laughs) pulled out their camera phone and said, no, no, you've been in Iowa before. Look, here's pictures of you at Mischief in May. That we didn't even know she'd taken. (laughs) Now, as you know, pictures can be faked. Oh, can they? Well, they can, but... Audio can't be, and apparently, well, we'll pretend it can't be. Back in, well, back in the land of episode 327 at Mischief in May, we interviewed Luna from the Submissive Guide, and they're back. Hi, Luna. Hi, Luna. Hello. Nine (laughs) years ago, huh? Nine years ago. I had to look it up myself. One of the things that we really enjoy about people that we bring on the show and listeners probably recognize we're not doing as many interviews as we used to do is there's a lot of people that want to come on the show that want to be content creators. They want to be influencers. They want to be names in the sexuality realm. And then after a year or two, they realize it's not an easy thing to do. It's not a quick buck and they move on with their lives. Luna, you've been around for way more than just the nine years since we've met you. How long have you been actually involved in all this? I became a content creator in 2008 when Submissive Guide took off. That's when I launched it. I intended it to be mostly a, here's what I'm learning about submission that might help you too sort of site. And it grew from there. And I can tell you, it is not a quick buck. It took me six years to make any money from Submissive Guide. And that wasn't even enough to cover hosting costs at that time. Uh, uh, yeah. we, try, we can relate with that, actually. So, and uh, yeah, we can really relate with that. So though we do have great supporters right <laughs> yes, now, right? Absolutely. So it does make it a little easier. And I want to say that I've poked around on Submissive Guide a few times and great articles And it kind of replaces, you're probably too young for this, but way (laughs) back at the beginning, there was a site called Castle Realm. And Um, that's where everybody went to for their submissive and power exchange information. Yeah. And and I have, I have, I'm familiar with Castle Realm. It was one of the first places I went to. I have kind of a slant on them that it felt very much built on fiction. I know it wasn't, Mm -hmm. but it. The way it read was fantastical and oh, yeah. realistic. And I was just like, there has to be something out here that has real people doing this every day. Mm-hmm. 
so but it but it was the the place to go like the only place to go at the time that so and that and leather and roses which is still out there really is it oh neat okay i, I haven't even thought of leather and roses for ever there's no new content it's it's no. static <laughs> but it's all still there okay well that's something so today we wanted to talk to you about, you have a new book called Exploring Anal Pleasures. And I will tell you the truth. We did not read the book until we realized, oh my gosh, the interview is tomorrow. Dawn, why don't you just skim through it? And I've had, I've had it, you know, since you sent it to us. And instead of skimming through it, she was so enwrapped in it. She actually sat there and read the whole mm-hmm. thing, which made me have a late dinner, but that was okay because she was really <laughs> enjoying what she was reading. And we very much appreciate getting a copy of it. So, Dawn, tell us about what you want to know about with exploring anal pleasures. Well, I don't have any questions just yet. So let me ramble for just a second. And then, uh, oh, wait, I do have some questions for you. But anyway, she would get (laughs) the book's called Exploring Anal Pleasures, A Submissive's Guide to Anal Play and Training. And we were supposed to do this. A couple of months ago, and then we had the accident, and everything was put on the back burner, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to let you know that I really appreciated the fact that, I mean, what what can you write on anal play? Well, come to find out, quite a bit. And you start from the very beginning as to what it is, who can do it, and it goes all the way up, Dan, to anal fisting. And taking the big toys. (laughs) And depth training. And depth training, which honestly I've not seen before. So, I mean, every once in a while I'll see one of these anal toys that's like really long and thin. And I'm like, where the hell are you going with that? Well, you explain (laughs) where you're going with that. And, I mean, you talk about the different parts of the body and what has to be worked with and all that type of stuff. So, so let me ask, who is this who's this book intended for? Is it for experts in anal play that just need some more information or newbies or what? It's intended for the brand new people who have not even barely touched their butt, may even be afraid or grossed out by the idea of anything. And then they've been presented with the idea that this is going to be a thing in their relationship or something they might be interested in themselves. And so I'm opening up the doors to say, you can do it. And here's how you get started. And usually when people start exploring something, they do encounter the really advanced play stuff. So I didn't want to ignore that. Mm -hmm. But I also made it very clear that this is advanced. And by all means, you don't have to do that. Right. And Um, I really appreciated that. But I also appreciated the fact that you took a gender neutral approach to this. In that you tried to be really inclusive with how you describe the different acts. So the language was really great. So Dan would usually Thank ask Thank you. That's that. a very big challenge for me, actually. <laughs> I um, bet. <laughs> I'm very cis, het, feminine. So my all of my frame of mind comes from that viewpoint. Nightmare is non-binary. And so I've been more aware of what needs to change in my language, especially when I write content these days in order for it to be more openly accepted everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that that was my first foray into being really specific about making sure that I don't use he, she, and I don't like personify someone specific in my descriptions. 
I noticed you mentioned instead of, I think you said instead of male, male, it was gay sex. And then in Mm -hmm. the back, you talked about pegging and, you know, how that's usually hetero, right? So, you know, and how that, and I did not know it was Dan Savage that coined that term. Pegging? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll be darned. So I look, I I found that history, a very interesting little nugget. So that was kind of cool. How do you approach the aspect of being grossed out? I mean, certainly it's kind of drilled into us that butts are icky. Yep. Don't touch it. It's dirty. Yeah, that it's dirty. (laughs) So so do you address that? How to get over that kind of mindset? Yes, a little bit. I talk about how um, I kind of break it down to why do we think it's gross why do we think it's icky and why it's actually not a lot of people it is ingrained socially it's ingrained as a kid oh icky don't play with that you know that's Mm -hmm. that's icky and as an adult we have to get over the things a lot of the things that we learn as kids because they're not healthy for us and one of those is that anal play can be sexy and exciting if we can get over the unhealthy thought that it's gross and icky. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that if I wanted Dawn to get down on my butt tonight, is there anything that I should be doing to prepare my butt? I've certainly heard of you maybe take a shower. Do I need to take an enema or do I just let it go? Well, that's totally up to personal preference. If you've never done it before, it might be good to just go, go wipe. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. just just a little cursory cleaning is fine because you these areas tend to remain relatively clean unless you're not good with hygiene. Okay. So that's usually pretty good. If you have chronic stomach troubles, you might have a little bit of earlier preparation. But the healthy, normal person, you may just need to wipe up and you can go to town. <laughs> okay. What is anal training? Anal training is the act of consciously working to expand and relax your anus to accept things penetrating it. Okay. So it's it can be anything from just getting used to having fingers. It can get up to sex toys and butt plugs and get further with the larger toys. It can be wearing butt plugs for longer periods of time as a form of discipline and training as well is there any danger in wearing a butt plug for a couple of hours yes and no but it's not about the butt plug it's about the lube if you don't have a good enough lube you're going to dry up and there's a potential that your butt plug will stick and you don't want that to happen because then it won't come out that sounds very (laughs) painful absolutely you know it can be and that is, so that is one of the other things. It's not just the messy, it's the pain. Everybody contributes, not everybody, that's kind of global, but a lot of people contribute anal play to pain. And how do you get beyond that? Well, that is another societal lesson that we've learned is that in order to have anal sex, it has to hurt. And we learn that through the sex toys that are available to us and the numbing lubes that are available to us. All of them say, you need this because it's going to hurt. And mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we can numb it out so it doesn't hurt. 
which of course is counterintuitive for anyone who wants to enjoy anal play at all. You don't want to numb the area because there's so many pleasurable nerve endings there that if you numb them out, one, you don't feel good. And two, if you are hurting yourself, you don't know. So part of learning anal training is to learn that discomfort is part of it but pain is not. If you're having pain, you're either going too fast, you're using the wrong toys, you need to back up a little bit. And learning what discomfort feels like for you versus pain is part of that training process. Nice. A lot of the book is about how to make it pleasurable, right? So my question for you is, what if you are in a power exchange relationship where the dominant likes it to be painful? for the submissive? What do they need to watch out for? They need to watch out for mindset. Your your mind is connected to your butt, if you want to believe that. <laughs> when you're stressed, when you're anxious, your asshole tightens up so tight mm, that know. nothing's going to get through there. Right. So if your dominant is into painful anal sex, which nightmare is, you need to be able to get in the right mindset as fast as possible so that you can relax. I've learned breathing exercises help immensely. And one of the things that I talk about in the book is putting your finger on your anus and then just breathing. And you can feel your anus flex and let go as you breathe so that you know as you're training. For me, exhales, my anus loosens a little bit. And then when I inhale, it tightens a little bit. So if I want to stretch, it's on the exhale that I'm going to press the toy a little further or whatever, because it's naturally relaxing a little bit there. Nice. Neat. So if you learn about that, then the best lube in the world, or spit if you're into the pain play, <laughs> and if you've had practice, pain, painful anal sex is fun. If you've never done it before, if you've, then it, it's something that I would recommend training for. <laughs> That should not be your first experience. As a first experience, I would probably punch somebody. Yes, I probably would too. <laughs> so if you're into the, I guess they call it penal now, <laughs> what would you have to watch out for? Well, you'd have to watch out for tears, hemorrhoids, and bottoming out. If your penetrating partner is very girthy or very long, you need to be careful that you're not beating the heck out of your sigmoid because that hurts. And if you damage your sigmoid, you have difficulty holding things back. Oh, <laughs> is a sigmoid of a sphincter? It's sort of. It's the bend at oh. the very end of your rectum that that leads into your large intestine. And so that bend when you're doing depth play, you want to start kind of like straighten it a little bit and get it used to things going through there. But it's meant to clamp down really tightly. But if you beat the heck out of it, it's going to get bruised mm. and it might not want to squeeze really tightly for a while. Right. And that's where you get messy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Luna, why write the book? I wrote the book because 
it is the biggest question I ever get on Smissive Guide. Like mm. number one question, how do you do anal play? How do you stretch? What toys are best? I want to start doing this. It's all anal questions almost all the time. I think at least weekly, I have one or two that come in that have something to do with anal sex. The other reason is I am an avid anal play person. I get into the advanced stuff. And so I, I know how long it takes to get there. And I know that a lot of people need to learn how to get there. So, okay. What does advanced mean for you? Because I read a story uh, in there, so let's see if you can... <laughs> I can take a toy that is a 10-inch diameter right now, a little bit larger, probably about almost 10.5-inch diameter. Now, now which... wait, so 10-inch diameter, that means straight diameter. across, not around. Straight the, yeah, straight through the middle. So, so that means if you're having the head of a baby mm -hmm. through your ass, <laughs> mm -hmm. okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just the start. We have another toy that the, we have toys that are larger that I'm working toward. Nice. Um, you're only limited by the size of you, the hole in your pelvis. Mm -hmm. So if you've had children, which I have not, but if you've had children, you know that your hips widen. So yes. obviously the, the space there is bigger. So you can go bigger eventually, you know, you can get that big. Wow. That's well, interesting. That's interesting. Uh, just for, just for research, I just googled ten inch diameter dildo, and I'm just looking forward to what Facebook's going to have on my feed tomorrow. Ooh, you know, they all work together. Exactly, exactly. So in the book, you actually mentioned a toy store. So, and I want to mention it so that I put it in the the show notes mm -hmm. <laughs> later. It's called Square Peg toys and i had not heard of it before and i'm already scrolling through it loving that they use like a bronze color and a silver color instead mm -hmm. of flesh or pinks or purples or which are fine are these all anal toys no actually i just i within the past six months i just purchased their vaginal plug okay so they have a vaginal plug too comes in three sizes so not only get to plug one end i get to plug the other two. Oh, um, is that the g squeeze yes <laughs> nice All right, Dawn. and if you get the if you get what the, the lovin's see the Isn't lovin's that cute? thing <laughs> yeah there's the lovin's toy from lovin's the bluetooth little egg it sits perfectly in that little curve in the g squeeze and you can wear them both all right. I may have to look through here because these are some well, amazing looking toys. Stop looking through it for now. Oh, sorry. Because I, we have a, <laughs> a there's a reason lost. for that. The reason not to look at it at the moment, but we'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> so, uh, Luna, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Do you ever get to the point where you're thinking, hey, you know what? Can you just leave my ass alone? Can you just you do, you, I have other places to play. Or, and, and I guess really what I want to know is, is it a, intrinsic part of your sexuality now or is it just one of the things you do it is intrinsic one of my rules as being a, a ruined hole slave is that in order to have sex with nightmare i have to have both holes filled one with him and one with something else mm -hmm. so my butt is always got something in it <laughs> nice a ruined 
whole submissive. Is that what you described yeah. it as? Nice. Yep. <laughs> I, I guess then my other question that uh, I am required by erotic awakening law to ask, are you polyamorous? And where is it that you live nowadays? <laughs> Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Wait. <laughs> I think we passed by her place. Yeah, I know. We were probably just in that state. All right. You drove right by. <laughs> so, Luna, thank you very much for joining us today. The book is Exploring Anal Pleasures, a submissive guide to anal training and play. Very much appreciate. Where would people go to find out more about you or to find this book? They can go to submissiveguide.com to find me. And if they go to subguide slash anal play, S-U-B-G-U-I dot D-E slash anal play, they can find all about the book. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hang out with us for a moment uncomfortably while we wrap this thing up. Dawn, you know what? We couldn't remember where we went, but maybe <laughs> we can remember where we're going if we had some kind of a newsletter. Oh, indeed. So we have the newsletter that I just put out reminded us of this upcoming events in person in Chicago. That's only two weeks away. Minnesota, not too far off. Phoenix and Cleveland, plus other things we're working on for 24. Indeed, we are. And not to mention the Zoom events that we are doing on a regular basis now, like Psychic Hygiene, Reiki One, Polyamory, all kinds of stuff. Indeed. So keep up with all our events, book news, and discounts, and more via the Erotic Awakening newsletter. And get your EA shout out like Tom from Texas. Head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. All right, Dawn, don't look at my screen. No cheating. No cheating? Okay. Yep. I'm going to ask, matter of fact, Luna, I'm going to ask you too. And you probably are going to be better at this game than Dawn is. I'm going to name a toy, and you tell me if it's a real toy for shoving in your butt or not. Okay. Uh, all right. You, do we understand the rules? Yes. All right. Dawn, you go first. Baby elephant. Yes. Yes, you are correct. That is a real toy. <laughs> Luna, chair leg. Oh, yeah. No, no, afraid not. At least not on... Uh -oh. Uh, you might use a chair leg. That's your personal preference. But at least as far as square pegs concerned, I do not see an, a, anything called uh, chair gotcha. leg. Yeah. Uh, Dawn? Yes. Uh, how about a how about a big stick? A big stick. I'm going to go yes. That That is correct. Oh. Big stick is a real toy. I bet you that's a depth finder. Perhaps. <laughs> I like that depth finder. <laughs> Luna, how about butt bomb? Oh, yes, there are butt bombs. <laughs> yes, there are indeed. Butt <laughs> soul is a particularly interesting one I would recommend people go looking for. Let's see, just two more. Dawn, how about the Death Star XL in green or black? Death Star, I'm going to go no. Oh, you got me on that one. That is not one. Only because you said green, and I saw most of their stuff is. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I would think Death Star, of course. Yes, of course. They need real. one like that. And finally, <laughs> Luna, the professor. I, I'm not familiar. I don't think so. It is. It is a dildo in the shape of a fist of sorts, or I don't know why it's God. called the professor. It looks. I wonder if it's a pers actual person that they've cast. Oh, that would be Oh, cool. look at that. You know, it they, sure looks like it. Boy, that that's something. I flipped through there. They also have one that's a corn cob that is actually <laughs> mm -hmm. from a casting of a corn cob. Well, that there you go. Be, that would be cool. 
it's got ridges it, you can there's another site that i like too i didn't mention it in the book but if you want to have fun it's topped toys okay <laughs> um it's a canadian site and that's where i get my toys currently because they go large enough oh <laughs> have to go look there dawn be careful what you're asking for oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Be a part of the Erotic Awakening community. You can support us on Patreon and get early access to the podcast, a free version of the audiobook Polyamory Toolkit, free ebooks, exclusive chats, member-only discard, discount, discounts, three times, it's three times as exclusive, and other content. Find all the goodies at patreon.com slash eroticawakening today. Help others find it. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Join the conversation with us and other listeners. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for our growing Discord channel. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us on FetLife as Dan and Dawn. We're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Or just email us at Dan at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Bye Luna. Luna. Bye.